Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Friday the 13th, jitters. Every major city's police department across the United States is on an enhanced state of alert. The city is significantly stepping up security. It's a ghost town. Empty buses. As thousands of Americans stay home in fear. And a moving show of support for Israel at the big football game. We mourn the lives lost in the massacre, including many Americans. Then the evacuation warning falling from the sky. As tanks roll in in a cloud of dust. I'll tell you what we saw. And new video. The Israeli commando raid on the first day of the war as they rescue hostages and Earth Cam gotcha. Imagine witnessing a sexual assault as it's happening and you're 1,600 miles away. Actually calling for boss. Bear with me, this is going to sound crazy. Can they get her help in time? Then meet the dad. It's Taylor Swift and Papa Kelsey. Plus, last dive. The 104-year-old skydiver. How this turned into the final leap of her life. I think it was just Dorothy's time. And he did it again. Two nights, four homers. All as his son watches in awe. So that's my dad. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. This Friday the 13th has been a day of tension and worries following Hamas's call for a day of rage and what appears to be the imminent invasion of Israeli ground troops into Gaza. Around the world, security has been beefed up, and here in New York, many have chosen to work remotely so they didn't have to leave home. Jim Murray begins our coverage. It's a ghost town. 
The normally bustling sidewalks of New York City were desolate during the morning rush Friday, as many chose to stay home, fearful of the day of rage called for by Hamas. Every major city's police department across the United States is on an enhanced state of alert. Multiple internal law enforcement bulletins warning of the potential for domestic violent extremism. Commuter buses from the suburbs into the city were practically empty. Squads of heavily armed NYPD officers and National Guard units patrolled the bus terminal and major train stations. Every synagogue in Manhattan has a police cruiser parked outside. Some of the city's best-known companies, including Google and Morgan Stanley, gave their employees the option to work from home. Quite nervous. Don't know what today brings. I'm shaking right now. I am really scared. I have a little infant at home, and um, she goes to daycare, and the daycare even messaged that there are concerns about, you know, the safety of the children. In Los Angeles, several major events were canceled. Here at Fox Studios, striking actors who would usually be manning the picket lines were told to stay home today. 700 movers and shakers in Hollywood signed an open letter in support of Israel, including Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, Jerry Seinfeld, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Michael Douglas. Back in New York, hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters gathered in downtown Manhattan before making their way to Times Square. There was drama when two guys were placed in handcuffs for allegedly refusing to follow police commands. This is Stephen Fabian in New York, where you can see a large group of pro-Palestinian protesters have gathered here in Times Square, the crossroads of the world. But joining them, a large NYPD presence here, blocking off this entire area and keeping it separate from counter-protesters. There is currently no intelligence showing any active threats in New York. But in a moment fraught like this, we will continue to exercise elevated vigilance and impose measures to deter any potential violence. Crowds gathered in every major city across the globe. The biggest protests were in the Middle East. At Thursday night's NFL game, there was a moment of silence for the victims of the war. We mourn the lives lost in the massacre, including many Americans. And we pray for innocent civilians in the Middle East who continue to be in harm's way. And at the Barclays Center in New York, a visiting basketball team from Israel was honored with a moving rendition of Israel's national anthem. And the mass exodus has begun for 1.1 million people in the northern part of Gaza told by Israel to vacate that area before the expected ground invasion. The United Nations says that simply is, quote, impossible. There literally is nowhere for so many people to go. Meanwhile, the Israeli military released this video from the very first day of the conflict, showing Israeli troops recapturing a post taken over by Hamas. It gives a glimpse of what may be to come. It's heart-stopping video of a raid by Israeli special forces on a military post overrun by terrorists. Helmet cam video shows members of Israel's Navy SEALs recapturing a base on the Gaza border. The raid took place just hours after the attack by Hamas on Saturday, but details are just emerging. 
Israeli authorities claim 250 hostages were released and 60 terrorists killed. The video gives a glimpse of the intense close-quarter battles likely when the Israeli Defense Force enters Gaza. Cameron Hamilton is a former U.S. Navy SEAL. It's an incredibly challenging assignment to undertake something like this in such a densely populated region. We know that likely the Hamas militants will move from different location to different locations. To move around, the terrorists will use the so-called Gaza Metro, the honeycomb of narrow tunnels beneath the city. That's also where some of the hostages are believed to be held. Advanced Israeli undercover units are reported to be in Gaza already searching for the hostages. A blizzard of leaflets filled the skies over Gaza today as the Israelis warned residents to move south, out of the path of invading troops. An exodus of biblical proportions is underway with hundreds of thousands traveling however they can, on carts pulled by donkeys, on foot and packed into cars. Hamas continues to launch rockets into Israel. I spoke with Fox News reporter Mike Tobin. Just about every night around this time, the rockets start coming out. And uh, one of the things I guess I could show you here, crude in the background, that's one of the uh, one of the boxes that we'll go to. It's simply a concrete box behind me there. And if the rockets come out, uh, you're going to see all the soldiers and us pile in there as fast as we can. Before the tanks roll, Israeli troops will tour the grim aftermath of the massacre at the music festival for extra motivation. They're going to pass through here. They're going to see the massacre. They will know what they're fighting for. I spoke with News Nation's Chris Cuomo. What do you think we will see go down in the next 24 to 48 hours? Bad things. I think that uh, as soon as Israel decides uh, to roll uh, hard into Gaza, there's going to be a lot of suffering because Hamas uh, uses the Palestinians to protect them and to hide and they knew this was going to happen when they decided to commit the atrocities that they did. And look at this. As Israeli tanks move into position for the invasion, All right. CNN's Aaron Burnett is engulfed in a cloud of desert dust. At least 27 Americans have been killed in Israel since the Hamas assault began last weekend. In other news, there's a good chance you've checked out the EarthCam website. It's got stationary cameras pointed at popular tourist destinations around the world. And one woman is very lucky that someone was watching the feed from Key West. She was being sexually assaulted. And that eagle-eyed viewer got help for her from 1,600 miles away. It's a global phenomenon. From the comfort of your living room, you can watch live streams of Bourbon Street in New Orleans, or the legendary Abbey Road pedestrian crossing in London, or the beach in Rio de Janeiro, and dozens of other famous locations around the world. There's a live stream camera here in Times Square. You can stand right here, call up your mom and dad, tell them to go to the EarthCam website, and there you are, waving hello from the Big Apple, live and in real time. There's also a famous Earth Cam in Key West, trained on the monument that marks the southernmost point of the continental U.S. The monument is so renowned, people stand in long lines to have their photo taken in front of it. Day or night, the webcam sees all. Now the webcam has even caught a sexual attack as it took place. You can see the suspect dragging his victim behind the monument. A few moments later, she stumbles away. And get this, a guy watching the Key West webcam saw it unfold live. He lives in Boston, 1,600 miles away. 
he immediately called Key West Police. I actually called from Boston, but bear with me, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm at work and I had the, uh, you know, the southernmost Web Point camp? Yeah. I could almost swear that I saw somebody get raped. The police report says the long-distance 911 caller happened to be watching the webcam at the time of the incident. It looked like she was fighting. She fell flat on her face. We were able to log into the cam and provide that uh, video to the police department and the state's attorney's office. Cops arrested the assailant, Carrie Gossick, an Uber driver. Justice served in Key West, thanks to an eagle-eyed citizen watching all the way up in Boston. The suspect pled guilty to sexual battery and just yesterday was sentenced to 10 years in prison. They are the reigning Super Bowl champs. You can't necessarily say that Taylor Swift is the Chiefs' good luck charm, but she was at last night's game against the Broncos, and they did win. But the big news that has people buzzing is that she met Travis Kelsey's dad. It's the moment Taylor Swift arrives at the stadium to cheer on new boyfriend Travis Kelsey. His number one fan, Taylor Swift. Taylor sported a Kansas City windbreaker with an off-the-shoulder fashion twist, a gift from Fox Sports reporter Aaron Andrews. The pop star shared a suite with Mama Kelsey, as she's affectionately known. Last night's game marked the third time that they've watched the game together. The duo appeared to be getting along quite well. And look, there's Taylor seen for the first time chatting with her boyfriend's dad, Ed Kelsey. Could it be a sign that her relationship with the Kansas City Chiefs tight end is turning more serious? Kelsey again. Taylor also had a great time cheering with new bestie Brittany Mahomes, wife of star quarterback Patrick Mahomes. And she seemed very excited over this catch by her new beau, exclaiming, oh my God. The NFL had promised to keep their coverage of Taylor's budding romance in moderation, following complaints that they were going a bit overboard, but they just couldn't help themselves. Patrick, Andy, Travis, and Taylor, gangs all year. This young fan is clearly there to catch a glimpse of Tay-Tay. So is Rob Lowe, who's wearing a Where's Taylor hat. Kelsey played with an injured ankle, but managed to help pull out a win over the Denver Broncos. America's new it couple will reportedly be celebrating together all weekend long. And if you plan to see Taylor Swift's movie this weekend, buy your tickets early because some theaters are already sold out. Yesterday, we showed you the son of Philly slugger Nick Castellanos freaking out when his dad hit a big home run. Well, he's got another reason to celebrate. He did it again last night. Home run! And again. During Wednesday's playoff game, Nick Castellanos of the Philadelphia Phillies hit two home runs as his flabbergasted son watched. Well, history repeated itself Thursday night because Castellanos repeated his triumph, hitting another two homers. And look who was in the stadium soaking it all in, 10-year-old Liam with another priceless reaction. Dad even pointed to him as he headed for home plate. Look at his Look at Liam. So that's my dad. Right back. Never before has a player hit all those homers in back-to-back playoff games. Castellanos was asked if his son gave him any advice before the game. Just looked at me with an excited face and said, let's go. So that's my dad. And they went home excited. The Phillies beat the Braves 3-1. to She celebrated turning 104 by becoming the oldest person to skydive. A few days later, Dorothy Hoffner died. Now her life and her spirit of adventure are being celebrated.
Dorothy Hoffner made history just a few days ago as the oldest woman in the world to go skydiving, jumping out of an airplane at the ripe old age of 104. Sadly, Dorothy died over the weekend in her sleep, just days after her thrilling final leap from the skies. Dorothy lived through the Great Depression and the COVID-19 pandemic, and those closest to her say she never lost a beat. Some of our residents are 20 or 30 years younger than her, and she has more had more energy than, than they did. So, uh, yeah, she was just incredible. Skydive Chicago, where Dorothy took her final jump, released a joint statement with the U.S. Parachute Association, raising her zest for adventure. We are deeply saddened by Dorothy's passing and feel honored to have been a part of making her world record skydive a reality. Her friends say they don't believe the skydive led to her death. I think it was just Dorothy's time. What a cool lady. We'll be right back. Next, the dad who stripped down at the school board meeting. Then, Americans in Israel. Why these young people are staying right where they are, even in the midst of war. And haunting images from a week of war. Imagine all the people. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. It's a wild school board meeting. It's a strip tease like no other. A dad taking it off in the middle of his local school board meeting. The board was debating whether to adopt a more lenient dress code policy. I think Hooters has a more strict dress code policy than this one. After a lot of back and forth, Ira Latham figured there was only one way to make his point. Under the proposed policy, this would be appropriate in a classroom. Next thing you know, he was coming out of his shorts and shirt, modeling a skimpy black top and Daisy Dukes. Now, if you ask me, this is inappropriate for a board meeting. I went to the, the local thrift shop and picked up the clothes. Um, and then the statement I made was simply, this is not appropriate for a classroom. His dad bod display didn't have much of an impact. The board approved the new, more lax dress code, which he says amounts to this. Kids, just keep your underwear covered and come to class. Crop tops are a staple in teenage closets. On social media, this girl shows how she wears one every day. And another teen shows the pile of crop tops in her bedroom. Parents everywhere are expressing frustration. Crop tops, shorts all year long. Please make it stop, reads this Boston Globe headline. But nobody quite as expressively as this dad. Still to come, helping out in the war zone. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. While many are fleeing Israel, they're staying. These American students have made a big decision. They are all choosing to stay in the war zone. I would be lying to say I'm not scared. I think I am, I am scared. Lily Dagon and Guy Starr are spending a gap year between high school and college in Tel Aviv. The two are volunteering, stuffing boxes of food for Israeli soldiers. They showed us where they sought shelter when the barrage of rockets was launched at Tel Aviv. Here's the staircase right here. So on the first night, all 35 of us in the building were all huddled at the center of the building. And that's where we were during the rocket attack. And this 22-year-old woman survived the unthinkable. She was shot seven times as Hamas stormed through the kibbutz where she lived, committing unspeakable atrocities, including the slaughter of babies and little kids. Netta Portal spoke with us from her hospital bed outside Tel Aviv. They kill us like we are not human. Her boyfriend, Santiago, was with her and also shot. He carried Netta to a hiding place where they hid out for three hours. While hiding, Netta texted her dad, an intelligence officer with the Israeli police force. Her simple text, Dad, they shot me. Hell, I'm coming, he responded. She hadn't communicated with her dad in six years after he and her mom got divorced. But dad rushed to her aid and rescued her. Now her story is making headlines around the world. Your dad risked his life and saved you. And also my boyfriend. (laughs) We wish her the best. Still to come, a difficult week for the world. Finally today, this week we saw not only the horrors of war, but also heroism and bravery beyond comprehension. And we leave you today with moving images of children from both sides of the conflict set to Imagine by John Lennon. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. 
Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.